0: Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. All right. You guys are joining me, your host, Lindsay Mayuga, for the final episode of She Makes Waves for 2019. I know it's kind of crazy when you think back to the first episode and the journey that this has taken me on so far, and it's not going to be over. It's just kind of a big episode to be hitting number 40 and with the goal of hitting 10,000 downloads by the end of the year and being on track to be able to do that is kind of just all really... Exciting, but not why I did it again it 's like those vanity metrics of knowing that I wanted to do this and knowing that i I knew I had a message to share, but uh, that hitting that number will feel kind of fun you know it's again, it means not that much, but it 's also kind of a cool accomplishment to know that the ten thousand uh, listens have happened, and that I made something that resonated with people is something I'm really proud of, but today's episode is one I've been thinking about and kind of dreaming about being at the place to be able to do this episode and say, like, what are the 10 biggest takeaways from starting this podcast? Because people ask me, they'll say, it'd be kind of cool to pick your brain and learn about some of the themes you've seen and what you've learned, and definitely all of that has been a really an interesting, cool... Part of doing this, but um, I'm going to take you guys through today the 10 uh, biggest takeaways that um, doing this podcast and starting it, and uh, all of the things that have come along with it. Like, what as I sat here, the first 10 things that really came to mind for me, and I've learned something through doing the podcast, which is like, kind of don't kill yourself. A lot of The things that you feel like don't try so hard to think about because you kind of already know. Like, a lot of times, the first things that pop into your mind tend to be true. So, that's what's been true about these first 10 things. So, the number one out of the 10 is listen to your whispers because I kept hearing, like, you should do, I kind of just got this inkling, this feeling like, do the podcast. But then it's like all these. Voices in my head saying, You don't even know how to do a podcast. Like, how do you, where would you even start, Lindsay? Like, do you really feel like you have enough to share with people? And it was just listening to that whisper and fighting through the voices in my head and choosing to be afraid and to, but to do it anyway and to to say to myself, I figured out everything up until this point in my life. So why can't I figure this out? And I mean, it was a battle. It's not like I woke up one day and just like logged on and started doing it. It was an inter- internal just kind of like turmoil that was happening. And I don't know, I think I just said, fuck it and decided to do it. And so number one is listening to the whisper and whatever that is for you, listen to it. Number two is to make waves. And you know I I thought about a lot of different names for the podcast, and there were things like Candid Colorist. And it was like I sent to people emails saying, okay, out of these four names to like 10 people I trust, like what what do you like? And it came came back just with everyone being like, she makes waves. She makes waves. She makes radio waves. She makes hair waves. She makes waves in her life. And for me, I feel like making waves has become like kind of a personal mantra, and I am going to get like a little wave tattoo on my wrist just personally to remind me that I'm, I'm meant to make waves and I'm meant to take up space and I'm meant to rock the boat and that I've never really gone on a straight line. And it's just, there's so many um, you know things that come with making waves and they can be personal waves, professional waves. And just like, to me, like making waves represents being true to myself and true to what I believe and standing up for what I, what I think. And so it's kind of like showing up scared and saying it anyway, even if your voice shakes to me that that's making waves. And number three is to trust yourself above all else, because I think so often in my life, I have looked Outside of myself for the answers and I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but I've looked at everyone like you seem smart, you seem like a guru, you might know if I should hang a left here but I can feel my eyes like scanning the room when really what I need to be doing is like dropping down into like what I feel and what I know to be true because newsflash I'm the only one that's been with me I'm the only one that knows the road I've walked. And I think I've gotten really, really kind of aware of the fact that when we're trusting other people outside of ourselves, we're also trusting that they know our entire story. And chances are they don't know what's in your heart always, or everything that's in your heart. And not everyone knows your entire past, and everyone knows your whole story. And when we trust, People outside of ourselves, we're we're giving them we're we're saying we're giving them the key to like our lives, and they don't even know our lives. So I think that's been something huge for me. And I'll catch myself doing that when I'm like, I'm going to buy this online course, or I'm going to go do this, or this person can help me. And it's like, wait, you can help you, like you help you, and then you can definitely get some people to weigh in, but like it starts with me. And so that's why number three is trust yourself above all else. And number four is wanting it is enough of a reason. So I think so often we can think that We have a dream, or we have something we want to do, but then we can kind of bring ourselves back down to reality and be like, "I should just be happy with what I have." You know, like what I have is plenty, and what I have is enough. And look at Sheila over there; Sheila would kill for my life. But when we do that, we're definitely selling ourselves short. And I think it's another. I think it's like our fear and even our ego saying, "Like you." who do you think you are to do that podcast? Who do you think you are to like want that raise? Or who do you think you are to like work one last day? Or who do you think you are to travel and educate? And I think that just like giving ourselves permission and saying to ourselves, like me wanting it is enough of a sign. It's enough of a reason and honoring that. And even when people will laugh at you or not understand it or say like, well, that doesn't make you any money, right? Okay, good, good. You'll still be able to do my hair because people say stuff like that. And I think that wanting it means that there's something in your heart that's saying you should go after it. Number five, be willing to let go of your old life to let a new life happen to you. If you would have told me two years ago, that I would be working alone in my studio called Lynn May Studio and that I wouldn't have a partner and that I wasn't going to work weekends and I was going to have a podcast and I was going to share my heart and that I was going to be as vulnerable as I am and I was going to have the marriage I get to have now, um, I feel like I wouldn't have known that it was first of all, I wouldn't have known that any of the other stuff sucked, which was the personal journey that I needed to go on. But also I let a new life happen to me and it didn't happen overnight. But I think that letting go of the life that I thought that I was going to live and letting go of the partnership I thought I was going to have, letting go of the certainty of like what my personal life looked like and just letting a new life happen and really letting go of how it came to pass and trusting that it was for my highest good was something that like ended up birthing a whole new life. And so if you had told me that this is where I would be and this is the life that I would have, I would have said like, no way, Like that gal back there with the partner, she is doing just fine. She's doing just fine. But I was just fine. I wasn't awesome. And I had to go on the windy road that I've gone on to be able to see that it wasn't awesome, to be able to sit in that not awesome, and to just kind of slowly move through it as opposed to waking up to like something awesome the next day. I think we have to, as we allow for our lives to change and grow and move, we also have to be aware that it's not going to happen overnight, but that like all your little changes and showing up for yourself all of it will have a huge impact in time. So that's why number five is let your old life go to let a new life happen. Number six, people need what you have. So for me, I think one of the limiting beliefs I had was I'm not really that successful or I'm not successful enough or I don't have enough to share. But I know in my heart that like what I bring to the table is something that people need, and I had to let go of that limiting belief, and I believe that you do too, because whatever that thing is that comes naturally to you, or that those words that you share, or the thing that you have that people people need in this world, you you, need, you owe it to the world, you owe it to yourself to like see that thing through, because being a light for someone in their darkness it matters and whatever that looks like for you if that looks like being a personal trainer if that looks like you know being a light behind the chair if that looks like being a light in your community like whatever that looks like for you like but you 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 have something that people need and we all have it we just don't all follow it. We don't all listen to it. We don't all believe that we do. And yeah, number six is people need what you have. Number seven is pain pushes until passion or purpose pulls. And for me, this podcast kind of came out of a darker time in my life of really transitioning, you know, and finding a healthier way to do what I do. And you know, really, just stepping into all of who I am and letting go of the things that and the patterns that I had in my life that kind of kept me in a place that didn't bring a lot of fulfillment i I allowed that that pain to push me into doing the podcast, but then, as I got going in it, the passion the purpose started to pull and I believe that that'll happen for all of us if we listen to that pain and we let it make us more vulnerable and we share vulnerably but not intimately and we allow it to move through us because on the other side of that pain that can push you is this really amazing purpose and passion that I believe will start to pull you. So number eight, you are allowed to change directions. So for me, I feel like in my life, I had this destination I was headed towards, but I never stopped or slowed down enough to actually see if the direction I was going in really was serving me. Well, jump ahead. It wasn't. So I think that in doing the podcast in allowing myself to be able to try something new and do something new has allowed me to really get honest with the fact that the direction I was going in isn't the one that I meant intended to or meant to go or where my life is headed. And that, mean, that doesn't mean I'm not going to do hair behind the chair. What it means is I'm not going to grow the salon that I thought I was going to grow. I'm not going to have the team... I thought I was going to have, I'm going to have a team, but it's not going to look the way that I thought it was going to look and being okay with that. And I think that in doing this podcast, it has allowed me to just give myself just like peace with the situation of like, you know, I could figure out how to do anything, but My why for wanting to do that isn't as big as the passion and the why I feel for what I'm doing with She Makes Waves and what I do with my clients. There just wasn't enough of a why. My why for doing it, it just wasn't, didn't have enough depth, you know? And it's easy to kind of keep going around and around in circles like I was even up until recently doing. Like, well, maybe I should just have people come again. Maybe I should just, but like the joy parameter wasn't high and the return on the investment wasn't high it's a long long journey to salon owner like profitability and it we have time right like you have time it's just if your why for doing it isn't authentic enough isn't deep enough then then it's just going to be a grind and and that's really for me what it was so allowing myself to change directions is number 8 Number nine, your energy speaks before you do. So I say that because of the people I've been drawn to, the friendships that I've made through the internet. I say that because literally you can feel people's energy off of just your online interactions. So imagine what it's like in person, like, you know, the people you're drawn to, like like be responsible for the energy you bring and if your intentions are pure which mine have been I feel like it's just radiates off of you. So one of my biggest takeaways is just being responsible for the energy that I bring and and trusting that people see the authenticity, people see the heart of it and people see that that my why is so deep and my passion is so pure. Uh, So number nine is your energy speaks before you do. And then number 10, my big gratitude moment, uh, the biggest one is that She Makes Waves has allowed me to really get clarity on like what I feel like my mission is, which is like it's to level myself up and this industry up. And so all of us that do it, can create better lives for myself and for the people that come after us because what an amazing idea that this profession could continue to, to just rise up and people could meet it with just such a respect that you, you know so many people do and I I know from just tr- continuing to level up my business my fans my true my true people, the people that come to me cuz it's me, which is most of them. They're like really proud of me and and they see what a what a light this industry is and I if if I can have my clients see that, I know yours can too. And if yours can, then then imagine what it would be like for people coming into this industry, to come into an industry that no longer has this like shitty stigma. And that we are the ones we've been waiting for. So, you know, I think that a lot of us sometimes we fall. We, we're like, oh, the stereotype, I'm just a hairstylist, or I just do this. It's like, no. Show yourself this respect you want this industry to be shown. Arrive at work every day, just like infused with passion and ready to be there. And then when you leave, really leave and really live, because that is something that. I think that I for went for a long time and I feel so invigorated by the work that I'm doing behind the chair, the work that I'm doing through She Makes Waves and just the life I'm allowing myself and have basically given myself permission to live. And so I leave you with... I'm so grateful for your support. I'm so grateful for an amazing 40 episodes and so many more to come. And I'm just really, really thankful for this outlet, for this community, and for the relationships and the connections that other people are making. I'm blown away by all of it. And I'm just so excited to be like on this ride with so many amazing, like-minded people And yeah, happy new year. See you in the new year, 2020. Bye-bye.